This is Sports Best Broadcasting on the re-hosted podcast network. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. If you're into Kwanzaa, do that. And I believe we're recording this on Festivus. Today is not a Festivus joke. Andrew Keller is taking a sick day. I heard he has a hernia. We are joined by the one and only Uncle Kirk. Kirk Peterson of Peterson Enterprises. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, it's good to be here. In the uh, words of Smokey Robinson, happy Chinooka. <laughs> so let's start with what we need to start with first and foremost. I thought we had a standing Monday night football date. I felt like I was going to come down to your house. You got a new projector screen. And every Monday night, I was going to come in and socially distant, we were going to watch the games outside. But it turns out I texted you on Monday and said, Uncle Kirk, I'm ready to come down. Should bring the beer, the popcorn. And you're like, hey, Larry, there's a worldwide pandemic. We can't do that anymore. Yeah, I'm a rule follower, Larry. I thought you knew that about me. We've been friends for a long time. I, uh, I try to stick to the rules. So, uh, you know, big holidays coming up. We got to keep everybody safe. Wow, that was disappointing. I had to tell Karen, I'm like, am I seeing this right on my text, text machine? That Uncle Kirk said I can't come down, but okay. All right. I, I had better plans, Larry. I had to I well, had people come over. That makes more sense. That actually makes sense. Did you were like, hey, man, I got some other guys coming down. I can't mix my pods up. <laughs> All right. So I believe this is the case specifically for you because you played multiple golf games with me. And towards the end of the round, I'm usually leaking oil. I'm usually hemorrhaging bad golf shots. And you know when I'm leaking oil. The Pittsburgh Steelers are leaking major oil. As you know, Kirk. They won their first 11 games, and now they've lost their last three. They got smoked by the Bengals on Monday Night Football. Here's my question to you. Did you ever think, even when they were 11-0, that the Steelers were the best team in the National Football League? No, I didn't think they were the best team, but I thought they were more solid than this. And they're doing more than leaking oil there. Their transmission fell out of the vehicle. That was, uh, that was something else. I mean, to lose to the Bengals, and not like a fully healthy Bengals. Their third-string quarterback was in, Ryan Finley. I mean, they're who, not you – know, go ahead. Who is Ryan Finley? I, yeah, I have no idea. He went to NC State, but, I mean, he's their third stringer. Even Brandon Allen, they got their second stringer. Of course, they got Joe Burrow, their LSU guy. You know, he's out for – I think he went out week 10 or 11, and they get crushed. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening in Pittsburgh, but they got I, some work to do. I thought about – my kid, we were, I was watching the game with my boys because I couldn't come down to your house, and I was like, who is this quarterback? And I almost broke out the Google machine to Google that guy. I was like, who is – I've never even heard of this dude. No. Yeah, I had to look it up. NC State, but yeah, it's, it, was a, it was a shocking loss. I would have I bet against that. But here's the point. I think deep down in our hearts, we all knew, okay, the Steelers, they're perfect. Are they going to get this perfect season? Let it know. But nobody thought, nobody thought that the, the Steelers, even undefeated, were better than the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs had one loss to the Raiders, still, I, doesn't everybody think the Chiefs are just going to run away with the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's, I mean, at least, I mean, of course, it never comes down to every game, but uh, I think everybody believed that. But, uh, but I thought they were better than this. Looking forward at their schedule when they were, you know, 11 and 0, and, you know, what's their road to, you know, take out the Dolphins so the guy's not popping the champagne and lighting a cigar down in uh, Miami. This wasn't the game I was worried about. So is there a possibility that the Steelers don't even make the playoffs? No, no, I think they're, uh, I think they're a lock for the playoffs. I think they've got a berth, but, uh, I, you know, I'm not sure what, what happens going forward. You know, the piece about this that I, I thought was interesting, Zach Taylor, the coach for the uh, Bengals, this is only his fifth win in his second season as head coach. I mean, like, I don't know, but maybe this saves his, maybe this saves his career. Maybe this is the, the win that uh, keeps him around for another season. I think the Bengals are going to suck forever. And speaking of sucking, the Jets don't suck as bad as we thought. Now, 
I thought they were going to go winless. I thought the Rams were a solid team. The Rams get ambushed by the Jets. But only the Jets, who are in prime position to win the NBA, NFL's top draft pick, would beat a team they're not supposed to and then now lose out on the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable that Jets win and now we're not going to have the top pick. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think there's still a road with the with the Jags. I mean, because the Jags have only won one game too. But it's it was an interesting choice to uh, to go full bore. I mean, I guess you know this this always comes up, and you wonder like, is a team gonna uh, you know just give the other team a walk? But I guess you got guys that are you know they're playing for their career. But I, I don't know. What do you think about this? I mean, Trevor Lawrence, obviously a fantastic Clemson quarterback. But you know, if you look at the first round draft picks and the best quarterbacks that are in the NFL right now, you know, you got to go back to what, like the, um, Oh, Peyton Manning or, or his brother, Eli to, to where you're looking at first round draft picks that are really fantastic. I mean, Mahomes went 10th, Russell Wilson, 75th, Lamar Jackson, 32nd. I mean, the top quarterbacks, I don't know. I think people put too much emphasis on top round draft picks. What do you think about that? Well, I, I, I think you're right, right? You could find a quarterback everywhere. But these guys that we've been talking about since they were like 12, Peyton Manning, for instance, his brother Eli, I'm blanking on a couple of others right now. I think Lawrence is a, like, absolute lock. Like, he is going to be outstanding. So, like, there's only – there's not those guys every year, but I think, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to be, like, legit. And, I mean, you think he's rooting for the Jets to lose? Like, you see all these memes, like, he doesn't want to – like – what, so you want to go to Jacksonville because they're that much better? Yeah, you know that's a good question. What was uh, what was Trevor rooting for in uh, in that game, or where where does he want to go? Because yeah, I mean I think these guys, you come out of out of college, you come out of you know Clemson or LSU or wherever, and you've been surrounded by the best football team that you're playing against. But all of a sudden you're going to go play for the Jets and have you know no offensive line and have no no defense to back you up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he's rooting for. Maybe he's rooting for the Steelers to take a big dive. So I don't think it's a chance. Like, because the Jets suck. And like, probably in our lifetime, maybe like there was like one year they were good. So that means that's like a franchise operational thing. Like they suck from the top down. There's no way that he wants to go to New York, by the way, in New York, where they're just, you're going to be under a microscope and you're going to suck. Like he just cannot want to go there. Absolutely. Yeah, and, the, you know, the articles out there, I was laughing at the, uh, like, the New York Post and the Daily News. I think these headline writers that, that write this stuff, yeah. I mean, these, these are like guys that, you know, can't hack it at the onion or something. I don't understand <laughs> who these guys are. Like, those are the worst headlines ever. But I guess you, know, you got to try to come up with something funny every day to sell papers. But have you ever bought one of those papers up the street in New York? No. No, nah, me either. The onion, the onion, by the way, undefeated. But, like, so one of those headlines, I think it was, like, the New York Post said, Lawrence Welp. Yes. <laughs> like they're making Lawrence Welk references. Like, who's that for? There's like six people that understood that. I had to, I had to have it explained to me. I had to read it three times. I'm like, what are they going for here? I like, have no idea. Like, what is he? Like, I'm barely in the Lawrence Welk. Like, I kind of knew that growing up. But like, anybody older than me is like, I don't know. That's, that's something out of. <laughs> yeah. Like, the only reason I know it is like Saturday Night Live references. Yeah. No, it's, uh, they're, they were stretching there for sure. All right. So, Tom Brady during Sunday's game against the Falcons, moved past John Elway as the second most sacked quarterback in NFL history. Brady has been taken down 519 times during his 21-year NFL career. is now behind only Brett Favre on the all-time get-sacked list. Favre, whose 297th consecutive starts under center, is still an NFL record for being sacked at 525 times. Should we care about this statistic at all? I mean, this is a, this is just a function of him being in the league for so long, right? Yeah. But uh, 
but I, I mean, I, it's, it does make you question, like, how, how long can his body hold up? I just don't know that I could, uh, I could get hit that many times. I mean, you know, he's married to Giselle. He's got a billion dollars in the bank. Like, how much longer do you want to get your body crushed? I mean, you know, do you want to be waking up at 50 years old with your wife icing your knees? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I go Andrew Luck on this and just, like, you throw the towel in. Uh, but he's, he's drinking, like, the Tom Brady T15 juice. He's going to live forever. Yeah, I don't know. What's your what's the over under on the season that Tom Brady gets out of the league? I mean, do you think he's like if he won this year he'd be done? Uh, I think for sure if he won this year. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. I think probably he'd hang up his Spurs if if somehow Tampa could uh, could pull it together. But I don't. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. So assuming he doesn't win another Super Bowl, what do you think? Has he got three more seasons in him? Yeah, I mean, he says he want to play till. I mean, God. I, uh... Uh, you know, I kind of go back and forth. Is he's good? Why not play forever? Then I'm like, yeah, man. Like, is this really all you got in your life? You got a hot wife. You got kids. Like, go do something with it. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe he wants to do a LeBron and wait till his kid can play with him. See if they can get on the same team. <laughs> or, <laughs> hey, you know what? I've heard worse things. I've heard worse ideas. Do we care about the Pro Bowl? Do have you ever cared about the Pro Bowl, Uncle Kirk? No, this is an easy one. No, we never cared about the Pro Bowl. Nobody's ever cared about the Pro Bowl, and especially not on a year that they're not even going to have the Pro Bowl. Well, they're, they're going to do it. This. They're going to do it over Madden, Kirk. Come oh, on, Madden. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is so horrible. And though this, I think, I mean, I've always felt like the Pro Bowl was just a stat thing, right? Like, oh, it's just to pad somebody's pedigree for, like, oh, this guy was dreaming on the Pro Bowl. But I mean, I don't know how many Pro Bowl games have you watched in your entire life? You know, I've never watched an entire Pro Bowl, but there's that in between week. You know, and I've definitely flipped it on and because now they like put the microphones on players and they're in Hawaii. So I flipped it on for like maybe a quarter. Yeah, oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, it would. It, that's just a, it's a painful thing to watch. I have I have zero interest in it at all, especially now that it's on Madden. That's, uh, <laughs> that's just, I don't know. I, uh, so I, we can't, know I, can't, I can't get behind it. So we know that Aaron Rodgers is gone. We know Patrick Mahomes is gone. But here's my favorite stat about the, the Pro Bowl this year. For the first time in 31 seasons, no Cowboy was named to the Pro Bowl team. That's what I like about this year's Pro Bowl. No Cowboys will be playing. I feel like you're bringing this up just because uh, Mr. Keller's not here, <laughs> but I, I agree. I think that's a fantastic stat. He did say the Cowboys, I think, were going to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, so, <laughs> by the way, they still could make the playoffs. That's the funny, stupid thing about this whole thing. The Cowboys could still make the playoffs, win the NFC East. It's crazy. Yeah, that's because their defense is just horrific. All right, switching sports. It is now what I like to call in my house strip club season, Uncle Kirk. <laughs> because the NBA season is just about ready to get underway. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, I want to try to insert James Harden here somewhere at this particular point. But nonetheless, uh, the averages are out. So they're saying, who are the top teams to watch this year? The most entertaining teams. Sports Illustrated had a list to watch. And they say the Dallas Mavericks are going to be the most fun team to watch this year. Have you ever watched a Dallas Mavericks game? You know, I've, yeah, I've caught some. But it's not like a must-watch. That's not a must-watch much must watch basketball team for me. You're not, uh, you're not down with the Luka Doncic? No, I mean, I'm, you know, I just, uh, it's, 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 it's not much wa must watch TV for me. I'm going to get that phrase out before we're done here. It's not must watch TV for but me. You know, I've never really asked this. I mean, I, you, you grew up in St. Louis, so you guys never really had a basketball team. Who's your basketball team? Pacers? Uh, no, it's got to be the Kings because of my father-in-law, right? Oh, I mean, you know this. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, every now this is the one Christmas where we're, you know, socially distancing. We're not going to do the family thing. So I haven't been uh, boning up on my Sacramento Kings stats, but uh, that's usually my, pre-Christmas routine is to, you know, spend a couple hours 
research and so we can talk about a little basketball. I'm trying to find the Kings on this. Most, yeah, they're 23rd on the most entertaining teams to watch this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had to scroll a long way before I got down to them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Bogdan Bogdanovic? I don't, I don't know anything about him. He what go. about De'Aaron Fox? I love some De'Aaron Fox. Okay. Yeah, but uh, he's all they got, right? So, more importantly, we got to talk about overs and unders for teams this year in the NBA. Here's what I know. My heart, once again, if the world was in a better place and we had sports online betting here in California, and I could, I would literally take Ellis's college fund and put it on this right here. The Los, Los Angeles Lakers over under to win games this year is 46 and a half, right? The Milwaukee Bucks are the, have the top. They're at 49 and a half. They're, the odds makers are saying the Bucks are going to win 49 and a half games. The Lakers are three behind that at 46 and a half, right? Do I have that right? Yep. Okay. Here's what I know. The Lakers played till the last second of the NBA season, which was almost not even six weeks ago. LeBron James is not going to wake up for two more months. So I know that sports book guys are really smart. There is no way the Lakers are going to win 46 and a half games because LeBron James ain't playing till March. So I would bet my house, my kids' college fund, the Lakers are going to uh, win less than 46 and a half games. Don't you think? I mean, I think that's probably right, but you got you got to figure. I mean, LeBron aside, I mean, everybody else is going to have the same fatigue, right? So, I mean, they're no, but the Lakers played till like two months longer than anybody else. Yeah, I guess you're right, and then you've got you know, teams like the Warriors that haven't played since you know yes. 2018 or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I think this is a good, this is a good call. I think, I think you got some insight here. Thank you. Um, so, what do you what do you think the number is? How many games are the Lakers going to win this season? I don't know, but I know I I'm just. I was just looking the Bucks, 49 and a half. I cannot tell you if they're going to win. That seems like they got the highest win total. That seems about right. They got Giannis Antetokounmpo. But if the Lakers are only going to win three less games than the Bucks, who were knocked out early in the playoffs, I was like, oh man, that's the number right there. Yeah, I like that. Well, let's uh, let's find somebody that lives in Vegas and get some money down. Um, uh, the lowest team would be the Cavaliers at 22 and a half games. Like I could not tell you one thing about the Cavaliers. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, uh, that's not a team I follow for sure. Do we ever put but, an over-under bet? I feel like one year we said, you know, let's just pay attention for the whole year. Maybe not. By the way, the Kings are supposed to win 27 and a half games. That's the over-under. I like, I like these bets because they're, you know, they're, it's a season-long bet. You get to root for something uh, week in, week out. But it doesn't seem fair, though, that on this bet because, like, let's say you put five bucks down for the Kings to win over 27 and a half games. But that bet takes, like, six months to pay out, and you still only win – your money plus double bet. This doesn't make this should be a little bit more, right? No, no, it's 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 a fifty fifty bet, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a long bet. It's a it's a long game, Larry. You gotta you gotta think long term. It's delayed gratification. It's delayed gratification. Well, uh, strip club season just about to get underway. Gets underway this week. Um, Starts the, today. <laughs> by the way, James Harden. This is, did you see my thing about James Harden? Right, that he's in the, the yeah with the change. Yeah, but so he's going to the strip club. He's with his owner, the Rockets, and the Rockets owner is reaching through his change drawer to bring quarters to the strip club. And James Harden smacks his hand and says, it smells broken here. <laughs> I, I, I mean, was he planning on, like, cashing up? Like, hey, here's, you know, here's $5 in quarters. Can I get a – Okay, but so here's the thing. Single? I feel like me and you are sort of on the same level about strip club. It's been a long time. been once, and it was like, whatever. But I know – that I shouldn't be bringing quarters. <laughs> well, 
you know, people always make the joke about having a lot of singles and, uh, you know, like uh, it's been many, many years since I've stepped into a strip club and that was just once, but I get the impression that singles don't get it done anymore. Like I, I, like if you're walking in with singles, I feel like that's cheap, but if you're walking in with nickels and dimes, like you've got an issue. Okay. So here's my question. And I don't know if we're the right people to ask, but can you go and just Venmo Pete, the, the, the stripper at the thing, right? Like maybe they got the little QR yeah, uh, coach tattooed on their leg or something. Yeah. That's, let me let me scan that. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think so, but you know we could we could get an expert on. Okay, I'm glad we worked at James Hart because I was really worried we had a we had a streak going here. Uh, the NBA commissioner Ab Silver says he literally said that NBA is going to claim manifest destiny and that they're going to add more NBA teams. Starting, they haven't added a team since 2002. Would you like your at St. Louis? The beloved Arch City, the gateway to the West, should, is it long deserved that they get an NBA team? No. I think, I think expanding past 30 teams is a bad idea, and I think using the phrase manifest destiny yeah. to talk about the NBA is also a bad idea. Well, it was the Hornets, right, were the last team? Added? Yes, yes. No, I think the talent field's too thin. I mean, there's just – I mean, you, every year you've got the Oklahoma Thunder that's, you know, going to go maybe 22 games, like – I think it's thin enough as it is. I don't think there's any reason to add any more NBA teams. I, I think this is a money play where they're trying to get, you know, hey, give us a billion dollars. We'll let you into the league so they can spread it out among the other teams. What, I don't know. What, what's your thought? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't even know where I'd want a team. Like, should it go to Sheboygan? Like, should another uh, Milwaukee team? Uh, I don't even know where they would. Well, Seattle just, probably is the, is the first spot. But, look I, at but you. again, yeah, hey, I do what I can. But I, I just don't. Uh, Man, I, I just don't see it. I don't see – I don't think there's enough talent in the league. And uh, I don't know. I think, there's, I think there's enough. Let's move on to something that I know you're very familiar with, the NHL season. Hockey's going to get out of the way. They're going to start January 13th. They're going to play a 56-game schedule. Are you excited that hockey's coming back? Here's my question. That's not what I'm, my question. My question is this. It's the same question as baseball. The owners are deciding whether they should start the baseball season on time or push it back and have everybody get vaccinated and then they could do like a regular season. Why is anybody starting a sports season now? Why don't you just wait a little bit? That's a good question. I mean, they're and they're and it's under contention, right? I mean, they're, they they were fighting back and forth trying to get the players to take less money. They end up reshuffling all the divisions. So now there's a North Canadian division. St. Louis got moved out of the uh, out of the Central Division, so they're not going to play the Blackhawks. I mean, there's a lot of like uh, division rivalries that aren't going to happen. Uh, you know, 56 game season, but I mean, I'm I'm excited for hockey to be back. But I I think it's I think you're asking a good question. Like, man, why not just wait until you know, wait a little bit, get the vaccines out, and then uh, play it normal. But St. Louis people, they don't care about the vaccines. They'll just go no mask into an arena anyway. So why? Who cares for St. Louis Blues fans? Just munching on some toasted ravioli and drinking a Budweiser and uh, yeah, so you get a little some, COVID. Some blues hockey. Yeah, a little you get some COVID. Hey, so you just go down. It's a couple days. Go shake Red Hole's head. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right, we got to do this before we get out of here. Uh, sports, best sports moments of 2020. Actually, not even the best sports moments. Do you remember all the way back when that the LSU won the national championship? Barely. Was that was that was that five years ago, Larry? That does seem. And by the way, that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. And we were in. We watched that game together. I think uh, in a crowded room, and it didn't seem like a bad idea at the time. If only we knew. Moments later. Moments later, we would never. You wouldn't let me come down and watch Monday Night Football at your house on the outdoor screen anymore. If we'd only knew. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What's, uh, what's, what's, your, what's your top sports moment from 2020? Well, I don't know if it's my top sports moment, but what I remember so vividly was that, like, March, April, May, there was, like, 
none sports. I remember we were going, we were going to Reno for the March Madness tournament as we do every single year. And we like literally up until six days before we're like, we're going, we're going, going, we're going. And they're saying there's no tournament. They were like, can we still go? Can we still go? And you're like, Hey, bad idea. We should be going to Reno with a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, we got deep into Korean baseball for uh, for a period of time. I mean, you guys were we were desperate for for something to watch, and now it feels like it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, there's a lot going on, but it's still it's still a little funky. So I hope I I truly I mean I don't know the world's changed, but man, I hope we never go another three months March April May with no sports ever again. That was dark, man. Yeah, yeah, that was that was it, it, it felt lacking for sure. Um, but a good, good, good year for LA, right? We got the, we got the Lakers and the Dodgers. And I want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up, but you know, we went to it's the Christmas. NBA bubble, the NBA bubble, the Lakers win the bubble. I, did you read it all about the bubble? Yeah, I was following that pretty close. You know what? I, I ended up following a lot of those guys on either Twitter or, uh, you know, just the, the social medias, as you would say, but I thought it was entertaining watching, watching all that stuff go on. You imagine you're an NBA player. You got a couple of kids. You got to tell your wife, Hey wife. Yo, man, the NBA is making me go to this bubble in Orlando for like six months. Like, I don't want to go, but like, they're making me just, like, and they're just partying and boo. Like, that just, I mean, it sounds like summer camp for grown men is what it sounds like. Yeah, they're out shotgunning beers and yeah, it was, uh, you know, playing singles. They couldn't play double ping pong, but they were playing <laughs> singles. It was, it was like a, like a lockdown frat house. That was, uh, that's, a, that's, yeah, that would be a unique conversation to have with your spouse. Um, and lastly, baseball, the thing that I'll take away from baseball is that, um, you know, everybody had their like, um, little cutouts at the, at the stadiums. Did yes. you think about getting yourself a, or, or any member of your family a cutout? No. Although I, it did seem like something to do for somebody else. Like, yeah. uh, if, if I had anybody in my life that was a big baseball fan or, you know, that'd be a, that'd be a fun, like, ah, look, I, you know, I put your face in right field. I, yeah. I wanted to get you a teddy bear. I know, I know you love that story with the teddy bear got hit with the baseball. I know that was your, I know that was one of your, no, one of your favorite you moments. I love that story. You know what? That's my, that's my best 2020 sports moment is when the baseball hit the, the bear at the giant stadium. I just, I'm going to, I'm going to go on record and say that was the best sports moment of 2020. You know what? Just because I, because I, I like the look on your face right now when it makes you crazy. You know, that's your moment. Mine is James Harden's boss reaching for quarters, <laughs> go to the strip club. We all have our moments. Yeah, it's one and two there. It's hard to say. <laughs> My sports, true sports moment of the year, uh, Chains Golf Tournament. I took us down. I didn't play as well as I could, but that is definitely my sports 2020 highlight. Uh, oh, my man Chayton getting a hole-in-one on a par oh. four. Two, 278 yards. Someone just asked me about that the other day. They like, did Chayton really get a par hole-in-one on a par four? I was like, yep, he did. Uncle Kirk, thank you for filling in for Andrew Keller, who once again has a sports hernia. He was out this week. I believe this could be the last sports best of 2020, so – you're uh, closing it on. The ratings are going to be off the chart. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Uh, Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you next year. This is Sports Fest for Andrew Keller. That is for Peterson. I'm Larry Olson. Thanks for listening.